Hello, everyone, and welcome to the First Love Podcast. Today, I'm going to do something just a little bit different because I was so moved by something that someone shared with me on Facebook. It has to do with what happened some weeks ago, the shooting of the folks in the Jewish synagogue celebrating Sabbath together. And I couldn't help but imagining as I read this, this posting of what it was like for this nurse. His name is Ari Mahler, a Jew. Ari goes to work that day. For him, it's just another day. It's another day of being a nurse. One has been trained in caring for people, saving lives in the ER, and so he shows up to work that day. And then suddenly he gets the call there in the hospital that there's been this tragic event and that someone had gone in and shot up a synagogue and 11 people are dead and a number of others are injured. And his first thought was that, are any of them his family? Is it the one that his own dad is a rabbi? Now, on the one hand, he was thrilled that it wasn't where his family would have been. But on the other hand, he's hearing about the fact that the injured, and especially the guy who did the shooting, is coming in injured, coming to their hospital. And imagine that he comes running out, and this guy, as he's being wheeled into the ER, is yelling, death to all Jews, death to all Jews. And now this nurse is responsible to be one of the people to care for this man. So he, because he's being talked about in the media, decides to write something on his Facebook page. And it really was powerful to me, but made me even think more about how amazing Jesus is, how amazing God is, and ultimately how amazing our love should be considering what this man did. So he begins by saying, I am the Jewish nurse. Yes, that Jewish nurse. The same one that people are talking about in the Pittsburgh shooting that left 11 dead. The trauma nurse in the ER that cared for Robert Bowers, who yelled, death to all Jews, as he was wheeled into the hospital. Yes, the Jewish nurse who ran into a room to save his life. He continued a little further. He said, the fact that I did my job, a job which requires compassion and empathy over everything. Think about that. The fact that I did my job, a job which requires compassion and empathy over everything, is newsworthy to people because I'm Jewish, even more so because my dad's a rabbi. But to be honest, I didn't see evil when I looked into Robert Bauer's eyes. All I saw was a clear lack of depth, intelligence, and palpable amounts of confusion. Further on, it continues, Robert Bowers thanked me for saving him, for showing him kindness, and for treating him the same way I treat every other patient. This was the same Robert Bowers that just committed mass homicide. Toward the end, he said, I didn't say a word to him about my religion. I chose not to say anything to him the entire time. I just wanted him to feel compassion. I chose to show him empathy, and I felt that the best way to honor his victims was for a Jew to prove him wrong. 
I'm telling you guys, as I read that, I was stunned, honestly, thinking about, wow, could I do that? Could I show someone that kind of empathy and compassion who had just committed mass homicides? Could I love like that? Could I show empathy and compassion like that? So finally, he writes, people ask him, why did you care? Why did you do it? And what did he write in his Facebook page? Love. That's why I did it. Love as an action is more powerful than words. And love in the face of evil gives others hope. It demonstrates humanity. It reaffirms why we're all here. The meaning of life is to give meaning to life. And love is the ultimate force that connects us all living beings. You know, as I sat there and thought about that, love, that's why I did it. I'm going, amazing response. Amazing response to me. I was really quite blown away. Love, that's why I did it. Love as an action is more powerful than words. Love in the face of evil gives others hope. And especially that line, the meaning of life is to give meaning to life. But also in the midst of that Facebook post, he also made this statement, I don't know why people hate us so much. In fact, he had the statistic that the FBI and the Southern Poverty Law Center note that Jews only account for 2%, 2% of the U.S. population, yet 60% of all religious hate crimes are committed against them. Right? It's crazy. And well, then as I sat there and I was just praying, thinking, pondering, I couldn't help but wondering, maybe God has asked at times, why do they hate me so much? In John 15, 24 and 25, Jesus said, If I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my Father. Verse 25, But this is to fulfill what is written in their law, they hated me without reason. I mean, I know Ari's asking that question, and I'm just trying to think of where are there situations and events where we would hate them because they're mean or hostile or they terrorize or whatever. I mean, but in God's case, Jesus' case, I mean, they could have said, why do they hate us? Why do they hate me? Why do they hate you, Father? And Look at the works we're doing. We're not doing works that terrorize and harm and kill and murder and destroy. The works we're doing are for good. They heal, they love, they encourage. Yet they hate us without reason. So Paul says that we were not only haters of God and others, but in that powerful verse, remember Romans 5, 7, and 8, he says, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, in verse 6, he says, while we were still ungodly. Verse 10, he says, while we were enemies, God demonstrated his love for us, having Christ die, lay down his life for us. In other words, in that moment, I'm thinking where God and Jesus are pondering, why do they hate us without reason? 
Why do they hate us without reason? But instead of responding back to our our hate, responding to our ungodliness, to being like enemies and sinners, and it's as though God and Jesus ran, as Ari ran into the ER, the trauma unit, God ran into the world in Christ to save us, to save us. We who are yelling death to Jews, death to God, death to Christians, who whatever it might have been, Jesus runs into the human situation and instead of giving us what we deserve, he came in to save us. And when they ask Ari and his response is, love, that's why I did it. (laughs) We say, God, why did you do that? Well, he said, because I so loved the world. I so loved the world that I gave my one and only son and whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life because I didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn it. I sent him into the world to save it through him. I mean, never mind Ari's response, which was amazing in and of itself, right? Love, that's why I did it. But that God... God raced into our broken, hostile situation to save and not to condemn, to demonstrate a kind of action. He didn't just come and bind up some wounds. He actually sent his son and Jesus willingly laid down his life for those who are screaming, crucify him, crucify him. God, it's just unbelievable to me that you would love so much and And then I couldn't help but thinking about that moment when he said that I was just doing my job, that I was just doing what nurses are called to do, to show compassion and empathy and care and help to save whoever's in front of us and do it the same. And I just thought, wow, would we be able to respond to reporters if they saw us love and just say, I was only doing, quote unquote, my job as a Christian being what a disciple of Jesus does, that we love as loved. And that's what we do because Jesus did it for us first. We do good instead of hating back. We bless instead of cursing. We pray for instead of retaliating. Oh, that reporters would see our response to haters, to see our response to those who hate us and curse us and mistreat us and I was just blown away, friends. I, I, it's hard to talk about it and just to convey it is clear, but isn't that what you would long for? Isn't that what I hope we would all long for is that we have been so trained by Jesus and the way Ari was trained as a nurse that you see every patient equally, no matter who they are, what they've done, and that you show them empathy and compassion. And even when he talked about when he looked into his eyes and He saw a man who was broken. Even though he was filled with that hate, he sees a man who's broken and confused and how Jesus showed up and looked into the eyes of people and had that same response, only deeper, deeper empathy, deeper compassion. And he came to save. He came for the sick. He came to save the lost. So in the same way, I thought, you know, Jesus could answer the same way. Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? I mean, they said, crucify him. They, they hate you. And I could just hear him say, love. Love, that's why I did it. Love as an action is more powerful than words. 
And love in the face of evil gives others hope. Instead of saying it demonstrates humanity, I would say it demonstrates the love of God. And the meaning of life is to give meaning to life. And I thought, yeah, Lord, that's exactly it, isn't it? You want us to love in such a way that we give meaning to everyone's life, that every human life matters. And no matter how broken they are and how evil they're behaving, that we would show them the same empathy that he showed us, the same compassion that he showed us, the same grace and forgiveness that he showed us, that we would look into his eyes. It would be our knee-jerk response to treat every human being the way that he's treated us. I was pretty amazed at Ari's Facebook post, but I'm even more amazed as it just reminded me of the wonder of the love of God, the love of Jesus, that instead of giving us what we deserved, by grace I saved you through faith. This was not from yourself. It's my gift, not my work, so that you cannot boast. Because of my great love for you, because I am rich in mercy, I saved you even when you were dead in your transgressions. Oh, friends, hear the Lord afresh and anew through Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, 3, he said, because we followed the ways of the world, because we have followed the ruler of the kingdom of the air, because we followed our own desires, gratifying our flesh, etc. He said, we were by nature objects of wrath. Yes, should God have showed up and judged us and condemned us and punished us? Yes. And now listen from the Father's heart. Because of my great love for you, because I am rich in mercy, I made you alive even though you were dead in your transgression and sin. It's by grace that I saved you. And then I raised you up with Jesus and seated you in the heavenly realms with me in Christ Jesus so that I might show the incomparable riches of my grace expressed in my kindness toward you. Oh my gosh, Lord. I'm amazed at Ari Mahler's response. I'm more amazed at God's response. What I hope for most of all is that that would be our knee-jerk response. That as the Lord is maturing and growing us, as we continue to experience His empathy and compassion, His kindness, His grace, as we become more and more mature, attaining to the full measure of Christ-likeness, oh, that reporters would see us respond to enemies, to those who hate, mistreat, and curse in such a way that it would be newsworthy because they would be so stunned, so stunned by our response and that we could say, love, that's why I did it. Love because he first loved me. Love because that is who God is. Love, in fact, in the face of evil, really does give others hope. And ultimately, it's God's love is the force that connects all of us together as human beings. So Lord, I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray for the grieving families, for those that are struggling to make sense of it all. Father, again, I'm just, I, I, I'm amazed. But yay, Ari, yay for what he understands about love, even without knowing you, Lord Jesus, I lift up Ari Mahler, Lord, and others, that they would come to know you, that you're the ultimate 
Ari Mahler, that you're the ultimate one who, who has loved like he loved. Father, that he come to know you as that God and Jesus as his Messiah. Lord, we pray that you would work in our hearts and lives, that we would love like that, that we would treat everyone the same, love everyone, see beyond their hate, their brokenness, and show them such kindness, compassion. Father, to that end, continue to grow and mature us. Help us sit in the wonder afresh and anew of Ephesians 1 to 10, Lord, that finally you did all this to make us your workmanship, your new creation, so that we would do the works that you've prepared in advance for us to do, the works that are just like this, that people could see you, see your love and be drawn to you. So let it be so, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Well, God bless you all. Love you all. Have a great day.